sir, brother. This is Jeff Degree, and I'm with my favorite other pro wrestler. Go ahead and in- introduce yourself there, brother. I'm Dan the the downright dastardly dynamo <laughs> dinosaur. <laughs> we're, you know, we're workshopping it. Anyways, we're here to stop talking immediately and, and, and do wear an little cowboy podcast. hats. That's right, we're in little cowboy hats and we love independent film. All right, take it away, everyone else who's not me. Oh, wow, it was great. Hey, uh... <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Indie Film Review. We're going to talk about independent films. Uh, specifically, we're going to talk about a wrestling documentary that yes. Dan watched. This, this seems like it's a high-budget indie film because it's produced by WWE. <sighs> Yes, but here's the thing, because while I was watching this, I was like, is this even an indie film? I don't know, but I'm going to answer that right now. Alex Perry sent this to us. Uh-huh. Thank you so much for sending this to us uh, through our Gmail, which is theindiefilmreview at gmail.com if you guys want to send us uh, your films. Short films, long films, doesn't matter. Just send it to us. We'll watch it eventually. It'll get put on the list. Um, one of the trivia in IMDb is... And I'll, uh, you know, IMDb never lies to me. Everything, everything you see in here with trivia, it's always 100% true. Yes. This film was originally produced without WWE's involvement. WWE eventually bought the rights and re-edited an alternative version that aired as Kurt Angle 2022. Before the premiere of the actual film. So we got the, we got the director's cut. Awesome. Yes, the original directors, which I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this version is way, way better than what the WWE did because this is a longer film. I think it's like it's, it's not actually no, it's not too long. It's like yeah, hour and fifty. It's getting close to two hours, but half of the film is about him not being in, in the, the WWE. WWE. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and arguably, that's my favorite part of the film. Yeah. is that so? Yeah. yeah, watching this edited bot. I mean, I'm glad they got bought. I hope they got a huge payday and they got some money. I don't know. Deal. I like I like both sides of it. I liked it, you know, whenever we get to know his up and coming stuff. But I also like it whenever he finds his his niche in the WWE. Yes, <laughs> he's an entertaining dude. The first half of this film felt like an anime where every arc was a yes! tournament arc. <laughs> And he yes. was having to defeat someone. And I was like, this is fantastic. Yes. Oh, my it God. It was, was so the same fucking thing. Like, good. It was fucking Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> oh, my God. The Dark Tournament arc. Yeah, so, I mean, if you can't tell, I'm, I'm assuming for Dan, but I really like this. I love this. I thought this, this was excellent. <laughs> this, it's like, it's, you know, it's... It's like one of those, um, what is it, the 30 and 30 sports documentaries that, like, yeah. it's not about the sports, it's about the story that the sports are telling, and oh my god. Mm-hmm. This guy has yes. one of the most incredible stories. Kurt Angle has one of the most incredible stories I've ever seen. Jesus. I'm going to poke fun at it, but in all respect, and and just don't be I don't want Kurt. him to hurt us, Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he will hurt you. I know. No, I, here, okay. I didn't know anything about wrestling. Dan, my question to you, do you know anything about wrestling? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Outside of that video that we made about gold dust. Yeah, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that silly video we made like 20 plus years ago. But I used to have some wrestling action figures. I never really watched wrestling. 
it seemed fun, but I don't know. I don't know. For whatever reason, I never got into it. As I got older, you know, you go into that phase where you're like a teenager and you're like, oh, wrestling's fake. I don't like it. Blah, blah, blah. And then as as it kind of went on for me in my life, I I started to gain a respect for the craft of the, the WWE type wrestling. Yeah. yeah, the entertainment wrestling because of how difficult it is and the the dance of that like these two guys have to like put on a really good good show they have to be funny charismatic they have to do these incredible feats of strength and mm-hmm. agility and it's it, all while trying not to destroy each other which yeah. they do trying they constantly hurt each other all the time <laughs> so it's such a dangerous sport and it yeah so i've grew to like really respect it in that regard but never really like dived into it too much um but wow, what an amazing... We're going to get into it a little bit. Yeah. In spoilers. We're going to get into it in spoilers because it's, it's incredible. <laughs> I'll say right now, go watch this. It's just called Angle. Yeah. Uh, if you can get your hands on the extended version, I would recommend doing that. It is airing on Peacock right now. So if you have oh, Peacock yeah, cool. and you have any interest in wrestling at all, I 100%... Re- even if you don't like... If you're a big wrestling fan and you're not, you, like, you don't like Angle... Because apparently he was a heel for a lot of his career, which uh-huh. is like the bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still recommend watching it. It's super, super cool. A lot of very interesting revelations. One of the big things that happened in this um, was actually made into a film. Yeah, so, Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher, yes, which came out in 2014. I won't say anything else until we get into spoilers. But, uh, Dan, all right, I'll shut up. Dan, do you have a question for me? <laughs> um, Jared, how... How great of a name was Bob Bub? Bob Bub. <laughs> I don't even remember who this character was. Who was he this? Was, he was like one of the one of the coaches in passing. His name was Bob Bub, and I'm like, that's wow. a name. That is a name. <laughs> I wonder if that was like a stage. Like he picked that name, or maybe his name. I don't know. Mm. Or but, maybe Dan, you're just a big bully, and you're you're just making fun of people's. Names I'm just saying how great is the name. I and I now immediately... Kurt Angle's gonna come and kick your ass. <laughs> I, I think it's so cool that, like, Angle is just his last name. I, that's I such a... <laughs> the Angle family. I was like, hell yeah. And <laughs> we were talking about his life story. I know this is spoilers, but they talk about, like, him and how all of his brothers were, like, tough guys. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, when you see <laughs> yeah. them, you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> they look like rough and rowdy gentlemen. Dan, how do you feel about the construction of this film, like how it was put together. I thought it was excellent. The, B-roll. Like the, the narrative for this film, like all documentaries have a narrative arc and the narrative arc in this film is so strong in the three wow. act structure kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cause you, the three act structure kind of surprises you because it's so like, like you said, it's like there's tournament arcs in this. So it's like his backstory has its own narrative arc. And then mm-hmm. the rest of the film happens after the backstory. And you're like, oh, there's this arc in his life. And oh, it's even further. So it's like, yeah, it, there's so many rising actions that you are not expecting, especially if you know nothing about Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the people who would benefit most from watching this is people who have no idea who Kurt Angle is. Because it is yeah. such an incredible story. And, and I'm sure there's a there's a younger audience or like, yeah. you know nerds like us who don't fucking know anything like i just knew his name i didn't really know anything about him which i mean that goes to show how popular he was you know in that time frame where it's like oh yeah i've heard of kurt angle but that's you know that was as far as it went 
Um, but there's a whole new generation that can come up, you know, knowing this guy. Uh, and his feats of strength! He's like a strong man <laughs> in, in my mind. Uh, Dan, how many times did you cry in this film? Um, I thought you were going to ask me what I was going to ask you next. Um, oh, no. <laughs> what are you going to ask me? Go ahead. Jared, how many times have you broken your neck? Oh, <laughs> at least four. <laughs> Uh, no, because the first time I break my neck will be the last time because exactly. I will be dead. We'll talk about that soon. We'll talk about that soon. But, um, my neck is made of How many spaghetti. times have I, did I cry? I did not cry at all. I was just like, so. Did you get close? Eh, I maybe welled up a little bit, but like, I was just so in, in love with this guy's story. I'm like, oh my mm -hmm. God, I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, Crazy. Um, Crazy shit happens, guys. Three separate times. Maybe I'm just very emotional this week. I don't know. Damn. I was almost crying. And at the very end, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm by myself. Let's just cry. Because <laughs> like, this is really, this is really good. Uh, I'm in it. I'm feeling the film. I cry a lot to film. So, uh, you know, relax. Don't take it as a compliment. You know, people who made Angle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It, it the emotional like you said the emotional acts of the three act structure and how this this film works um expertly done this documentary is expertly done there are no flaws i can't yeah. i can't find a single fault in it i can't either. it's professionally done so is there anything that we could pick at no, if, you were, even, if I were to pay even, you money to be critical even, about this, he even made the talking head super interesting. Like, yeah, he gave They're Kurt Angle like Kurt Angle is basically sitting on on a stool or a chair and just pointing at the camera and talking to it. And he, there's multiple angles in that in that talking head. Um, mm -hmm. The found footage is so well doctored. Like you know, yeah. they went and they they re um, what's that word? Refinished cleaned it, it up cleaned it up a lot yeah and, oh my god it's it's so well done like the the salvage is impeccable um yeah he has such a great presence like um whenever yeah. i was in whenever i was screening films for a um the the short film festival um there was an acting category but for documentary we called it on-screen presence like, mm -hmm. is the subject interesting, and do they keep your attention? And this guy does. He, it's, he's yes. incredible. Yes. He's incredible. I would even consider Kurt Angle to be an actor. I mean, he's oh, done yeah, he films, too. He's an actor, yeah, for sure. Um, but he, even... But he's a storyteller, when, too. Yes, yes. He's captivating. And, like, that on-screen presence, of you have to have that to be a wrestler. You have to have like a stage presence. And the even, amount like, of shit that skill we're going acting. to the, the the amount of shit and trauma that this guy's been through, and he's still able to recall almost every facet of his life. Wow! Yeah, is is ridiculous. Yeah, he's this guy's been through the fucking ringer. He's been at the highest mountain, and then the lowest of the low, almost losing everything. It really is like the hero's journey. Yeah. Like he's on his own little odyssey of just madness. It, you know what? There is some like Gilgamesh shit to this where yeah. it's like, Hey, I'm the King. All right. Now, now what do I do? Like, I don't know. I've done everything. I guess I'll just start fucking around and, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. just fucking shit up. Exactly. And then everyone's like, Hey man, you can't do that. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, <laughs> and then they sent him to, you know, uh, Manalipus, uh, rehab. And yeah. then he got better. All right, all right. Let, let's just get into this. So, we got to get into it. Jared, uh, you said it's on Peacock? Yes. 
Kaka. Is that the sound? No, here's the peacock. Ready? Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Thank you. So, the first thing that I want to bring up <laughs> is we get this training, right? We get his training, mm-hmm. and he wants to be nothing but the best. He wants to be an Olympic medalist in wrestling. He wants to be yes. better than anybody. So we know that he starts in football, but then on the wrestling ring, that's where he he gets he gets his he meets his stride. Yes, and he fucking takes it there. So he goes to Foxcatcher. We're just going to cut there because that's where the most insane thing, the first most insane <laughs> thing happens. Yeah. Um, and that is his training regimen. So his yes. strategy for winning wrestling was to get the other opponent exhausted. So what he did was what he called exhaustion training. And mm-hmm. he got tired. Like he, he worked out till he was fucking exhausted. And that's whenever he started training. Is what he said. Mm. So yeah. like, so he would do cardio until he couldn't he, do like, cardio, couldn't even handle it, and then then he would start his his weights, and then he would go back into cardio. There are actual accounts of people being like he has, and video too of him running up hills, steep hills, with just like regular like me on his shoulders, yeah. <laughs> like just regular dudes, like logs. The guy's a fucking superhero, and um. Yeah, the when you hear about the dedication and the training that that these guys have to do, even just any gold medalist, yeah, anyone trying to go for that in the Olympics is insane. That you dedicate your entire life, you forsake everything else, and it was like his one big dream. And so, like, he meets this guy Dave Schultz, and yeah. I think he's the one who hooks him up with this uh, fox catcher, yeah, Dave um, Schultz, kind of like dojo type of thing. Fox catcher was Dave Schultz's thing. And yeah, and DuPont is the one DuPont who is the uh, one ran that, it. That ran it, and yes. he's the one that went fucking crazy. And if you don't know the story, this this hits you like a ton of bricks because yeah. it's like, what is happening? Like, you could make an entire movie out of just this, and they did. Um, and I Dan, see, I knew it was a little bit about wrestling. I didn't know what happened. So as soon as I heard SWAT team, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are they going to talk yeah. about? Yeah, if now? if you don't know this story. Go and watch this documentary. This is your last <laughs> warning. Go do it right now. Angle, Peacock, please. Okay, Dan, what happens at Foxcatcher? Um, so DuPont gets mad or something at Schultz and um, takes a gun to his house and murders him in his driveway. Yes, yes. So this guy, Dave Schultz, who was an Olympic medalist as well in wrestling, he was Dude. only his 30s. He was in his 30s, and then, like, the way Kurt talks about him, it's, like, one of my favorite lines in the movie is, like, Dave Schultz was so committed to wrestling that he learned seven languages so he could be proficient in wrestling in seven different languages. So, like, Yeah, to learn from all those different people, yeah. That's crazy. And, I mean, this guy is, Dave was, like, half the size of Kurt. Yeah, And when they first met and they wrestled, Dave beat the shit out of him. Just destroyed him. And there are so many matches where you see uh, Kurt Angle going up against giants. Like, people who are just humongous. Almost twice the size of him. The Iraqi guy was Scrambling around him. Oh my god. That guy was nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy was so cool. His name... What was his name? Oh. Oh, uh, Abbas. Abbas Jadidi. 
And he kept acting like he had won, too, because it was going yeah. down to, like, what the judges were saying. That was so cool. Ah, that was the peak anime right there. That shit was nuts. Um, so, yeah, you had this, like, insanely traumatic event happen with this guy, DuPont, who was, like, this, I don't know, he's, like, mentally ill or something. He just lost his mind and, and killed one of his trainers, just shot him in the back, and no one really knows why. Uh, I think that guy just went to jail for life. Yeah. He's kind of done. Um, but yeah, he, he, he dedicates a lot of his stuff, uh, Angle does, uh, to, to like the mentoring that Dave gave him. And uh, yeah, it's just, just kind of nuts. Just, and that's just an, one aspect of this film and like yeah. the roller coaster Tiny that happens. Aspect. Oh, we didn't even mention. So he hurts his neck. We made a joke about he, neck breaking. He broke his neck. He literally broke his neck in the first act of this film. But his neck is so big that the muscles surrounding the vertebrae are, like, protecting him the doctor, somehow? The doctor says... Wait, where is it? He says, um... The doctor says he needs to have a neck to break it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't have a neck. It's like a stump. <laughs> so, yeah, he, 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 he breaks his vertebrae. That's basically what happens. Yeah. But he's able to do this, and the doctor... That he goes to, it's like a special doctor, and the special doctor's mm-hmm. like, you know, normal doctors would say, uh, "Don't fucking go into the tournament." Special yeah. doctors say, "Well, here, I'm going to inject you <laughs> with this thing and let yeah. you wrestle on three broken vertebrae." Yeah. So what they would do is they would do a surgery and remove the part that was messed up, and then. Just pump him full of Novocaine or something. It was, I don't know if it was Novocaine. It was something like that. And he, he would get 16 injections into his neck to just numb it so much that it would, like, he couldn't feel anything. Even if his opponent knew his neck was broken, which everybody basically did, they would try to attack his neck and it would just leave them open for him to put moves on them and get them on the ground. And, the and it reason, was, like, ridiculous. The reason why this is so important is because he was he's trying to be the Olympic or in the Olympics. And he, no, he, he's trying to be the Olympic. You he, said it right. Yeah. He's trying to be the Olympia, the Olympiad. No, he's, he's trying to be in the Olympics and he is doing this, this, this wrestling. It's not a tournament. It's something, but he's, he's exhibition. And, uh, yeah. This exhibition. If he wins this exhibition, then he doesn't have to go in the tournament and he faces the tournament winner and whoever wins yeah. between the exhibition winner and the tournament winner, they're the ones that go to the, um, the yes. United States. Olympics. They represent USA. Yeah. Yep. So he was so close to winning that, that the doctor's like, yeah, go ahead. Just do it. I mean, you might die, but you have a big net. He spent his entire life training. Yeah. To win this. Yeah. And he's like, I don't I didn't know if I was gonna have four more years of training to be able to do this again. And then you see uh, like, like, oh my know. god, there's this crazy scene after he wins that, and you see him like hugging his mom or something, and mm-hmm. you can see like he doesn't have a neck, but his neck is fucking swollen. Like yeah. you can yeah. see the injury. It's like, oh my god, dude. So he's beating people with a broken neck. Goes into the Olymp, like the actual Olympics. With at this point, did he have, he had broken his neck like four, no, like three or four just, more times? Just more. Right? He okay. broke his neck three more times in the WWE. And oh, still in the WWE, yes, yes. So 
He wins the gold with a broken neck. Yeah. Which I don't know if anyone has ever done. <laughs> it's fucking insane. I don't know if anybody um, here... Have, have you broken your neck? Uh, call in. <laughs> yeah. Caller, you're on the air. <laughs> See, that's ah, right. Ah, Wait, Kurt Angle. Oh, He's God. here. Yeah, I broke my neck. Oh. Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> I broke my neck and I'll do it again. I'm going to have to go out on a limb and say that fighting someone while your neck is broken is really hard. Is that controversial? Uh, no, I think I, that's pretty accurate. Um, I would say that's uh, almost impossible for a normal human like me. Yeah, it's it's and, nuts. And, and then again, that's go ahead. that's kind of where I'm like wanting to poke fun at him. It's like, dude, your neck is broken. <laughs> Chill. Doesn't give a shit. Getting into the other times he breaks his neck because he eventually goes into the WWE, right? Yeah. And we start getting into his addiction with opioids, which is just you know it's so tough like that's the like the number one thing me growing up seeing people like get really into that and then they those people just kind of disappear from your life you're like i don't know what happened to them i hope everything went okay but like you know fucking opioids claim so many people dude and, and it's it's so his, prevalent and easy to get by the shit. time he gets to like a uh, rock bottom addiction 65 a day, 65 Vicodin or something. A day. I don't understand how he's alive. That's like, it's crazy. really crazy how he doesn't die. And he started mixing it with alcohol and all this sort of stuff. And then he, he got a bunch of DUIs. And even those weren't discouraging him. And then finally, his wife is like, I'm going to fucking leave you and take these kids if you don't get some fuck. Even like the WWE telling him, hey, you need to go to rehab because you're it's making the company look bad. <laughs> He's like, I don't care. And he just left. And I'm like, finally his wife got through to him. Cause like, if she didn't, I don't know if he would still be alive today. Dan, have you heard about the news of Vince McMahon and what's going on with him right now? No. I mean, I think okay. I read about it once, but I forgot. What so it's, it, it's pretty recent. It might be, you know, we released this a few weeks later, so who knows what the development will be, but he's getting accused in civil court of like, sex trafficking and rape charges and like a lot of bad stuff accused allegedly uh this is just the news i'm reporting it (laughs) and um yeah so knowing that and like seeing him in this documentary i mean he is literally the wwe so of course we're gonna see him but every time they would say stuff like oh you know vince told Kurt, hey, you know, maybe you should take a few weeks off and blah, blah. Because, like, they kept throwing him in the ring over and over and over again. I feel like that was probably them pressuring him to be like, keep wrestling, keep wrestling, instead of really giving. Until he broke his neck three more times, and they're finally like, okay, I guess since you've broke your neck three times, we'll give you six (laughs) months off. Is that going to be enough for your little baby neck to heal? And, uh... (laughs) Baby neck... (laughs) <laughs> I it's okay, I don't know so, man I don't know so he he breaks his neck in his youth he wins the gold medal yeah doesn't know what to do goes to the WWE breaks his neck again and again and yeah. again like four he breaks his neck like For, by the same times. guy Brock Lesnar breaks his neck yeah. twice what the fuck dude <laughs> Brock then, I feel like that guy is like intentionally doing it because wouldn't you be talking with the wrestler like hey listen my neck thing. <laughs> Remember that. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neck thing, neck thing. Break your neck. You're like, no, no, no. Don't do that. I want you to not do the thing you just said. Be like, okay, don't do the things you say. All right. And you're like, come on, Brock. 
Stop. I wrote, stop breaking my fucking neck, Brock, in my notes. Okay. I was like, jeez. Oh, so, okay, so, so you have all that. And then you have the opioids. Yeah. And then let's get somber. Then his fucking sister dies of an overdose. Yes. Drug and then overdose. that makes and him she spiral. was going through. Yes. And then, like, you, you, you listen to all this crazy <sighs> stuff, and then you just take a moment and reflect and just look at him telling, like, looking at you, looking straight into the camera mm-hmm. and telling you his story, and he's fucking stoic as fuck. Mm-hmm. He is so stoic. He's so just, just in charge of his life. Introspective. There's a lot of emotions in this. It's 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 crazy. It's such a good And you can see it. It's like when he's in that space, when it was happening, when it's happening to you, you you can't see outside of like your little zone. Because he was even saying, like, I didn't realize I had an issue, even when people were telling me I had an issue. And it's so hard to like break out of that box and be like, oh, I need to get help. Even with his own sister suffering from something yeah. very, very similar, he yeah. still wasn't able to recognize his own problems. Um, and man, wow. It's just powerful stuff. It was just, woof. Oh, boy. I'm very happy for where he is now in his life and uh, too. the things that he accomplished. And there's, so there's a quote that they give in the beginning of the film, which I, I won't say here. And it's not because I didn't write it down. Uh, and it's it's like, okay, that's a good quote. But then they say it again at the end of the film, and it has so much more impact mm-hmm. once you know his life story. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, man. Um, final thoughts, Dan, what do you think? I'd watch it again, honestly. Yeah, um, really it's, good. It's, it's a great pick-me-up story. It's, it's, it's incredible to watch somebody go through so much and just, it just listen mm-hmm. to their their reflection and their contemplation on 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 their life to a point where they can make it an engaging narrative and like it even says mm-hmm. at the end that he he helps addicts like that's what he does yeah. now mm-hmm. and oh my god um yeah <laughs> really quick we we i forgot to say this but <laughs> there's a time whenever he's finding his bearings in the wwe as like the mm-hmm. heel and one of my favorite lines in the film it's like um he's like i want to talk to you about something that gives your hero great joy the joy of celibacy and everyone's yeah. like boo <laughs> it was like boo it's so funny i i bet him as a heel was just so amazing cuz every clip of him being an asshole was yeah. just fantastic it's so good uh, my favorite scenes were when Kurt was getting interviewed and he was too close to those uh, that plant behind him, the potted plant, and he kept rubbing his head against it. Uh, and then also when he was on Leno and he said uh, that his mom had raised him since uh, he was a kid. And Leno's and like, And Leno yeah. made fun of him. <laughs> me too. He's like, what a coincidence. Me too. My mom also raised me since I was a kid. That was just, it was so, such a like genuine flub and it really humanizes him. Yeah. Because like, at that moment, he was an Olympic gold medalist coming on that show. He wasn't in the wrestling world yet. Yeah. So for him to come and sit down... <laughs> It was really nice. It was just nice. Um, 
But yeah, what a, what a treat. What a joy. Excellent. I recommend it to everyone. Uh, that's it. Dan, you do the thing. Guys, you can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. That is what Alex did. And man, what a, what a, what a treat Alex did. Like, not only did Hell he yeah. give, give us this film, but he himself got to make this incredible story. Like, got yeah, to, got to job. enjoy Kurt telling the story. And yeah. Oh, man. It's just, it's, it's so good. Go watch this, guys. Go watch it. Yeah. And uh, everything Dan said, I agree with. Uh, Alex, if you're listening, I just want to let you know, like, your next documentary, you got your subject right here, buddy. Let's go. Let's do, it'll just be called Jared. <laughs> and most of it will be me crying too. I'll be doing a lot of crying as well. Kurt, if you're um, listening, um, yeah, I am such a huge fan and I have the most respect for you. No, he's doing me. Oh. Not you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Dan, you have the final word. Guys, I'm in my cowboy hat. Aren't you threatened by my comically small cowboy hat? I am. Now let's drink milk to celebrate <laughs> our friendship. Can you smell what Indie Film Review is cooking? Oh, it's sour milk. Yeah.